Alright guys, welcome back to the 5 Seconds of Fame podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and we have another great Big Brother All-Stars week for you. I got my man uh, up there, not on any screen because I can't see him, but his name is Brandon Siegel. Brandon, how are you doing on this fine Thursday evening? Uh, I'm wonderful. I'm doing quite well. Um, we, we're recording this through a lot of sporting events right now, um, so we are dedicated to the grind, because I would very much like to be watching football, but I also love podcasting, so of course we are here. Um, and hopefully this podcast won't be as awkward as the interview Julie had with Ian. Uh, as always, our third member of the podcast here, um, someone else who probably wants to be watching football now, but I know wants to be podcasting too, of course, Ben O'Brien. Ben, how are you doing? I'm doing absolutely fantastic. Today I got to watch my two loves at the same time, Tyler Crispin and the Cincinnati Bengals. My life is perfect right now. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so we had another great week. Well, I shouldn't say another great week. I, I, In my opinion, I feel like this week, honestly, might have been the best week so far. I mean, like, week one, week one was really good, just like getting the opening week of feeds that we were so excited for. But I think as far as just gameplay and the way – um, the game is kind of shaping. I feel like that this probably was the best week we've had so far. So you would agree with that, Brandon? Yeah, there was a lot of action in this week, and I think the fallout from this week will be really big. Uh, Danny, like, just everything she did this week was really not good for her game, pretty much. I don't think anything she did was good, but we'll get there when we get to the ratings. The fallout's going to be very interesting, especially, you know, <clears throat> who wins HOH in the end. Yeah, so I think it's going to be real interesting to see who wins HOH. We did not see tonight on um, the episode, but let's just get into the week, recap it real quick, and then we'll get into some of our ratings. So we had um, Danny win HOH last Thursday. Um, she won the wall comp. She has now won at least two wall comps, um, and she also now has had another bad HOH week, as we are going to discuss. So Danny uh, decided to nominate David and Kevin. Now, her intended target was actually David, um, although I think a lot of the other people in her alliance wanted Kevin out. Cody wanted Kevin out. Uh, Nicole wanted uh, Kevin out. And I think that's probably the person who was the main target and who probably would have been most likely to go home. But um, as we're going to see, that things would change um, as we would progress throughout the week. So then David, obviously, we know, had the disruptor power. He uses it. And Danny's put on the spot, and the person who she picks to replace with David is Tyler. Now, obviously, you guys are both big Tyler fans. Tyler replaced David with the block. Um, so I want to hear some of your guys' thoughts on Danny's initial nominations and then her decision to renom with Tyler for her game. I want to hear your opinions on do you think it was the right move for her to renom with Tyler, and what do you think? Um, about her initial nominations. Ben, I'm going to start with you on this one. Yeah, so Danny had a rough week. And the reason she had a rough week, um, I know we've talked about, there's pros and cons of winning HOH. All right, obviously, you're safe, right? That's a good thing. You're obviously safe for the week. You're not going to go home. Con is you have to put two people up, and one of them's pro or one of them's going to go home. The other, at least one person is going to stay. This week, Danny put up four people, and three of them are still in that house. So Danny did not have the best week. Um, I have a strong feeling that Danny is going to have a, a rough week coming up because she is going to have to explain herself to a lot of different people. Um, her putting up Tyler, I actually, for her game, I don't think it's terrible. Um, the only thing I would disagree with, with is that she put up Tyler and then all of a sudden, the second she put up Tyler, she backed out of it and basically said uh, like she didn't want Tyler to go home. She kind of had to go back on her word. 
So I didn't love the way she played this week. Um, I, I, I really just think she had a rough week because she had to put up four people, and three of them are still in that house. So I, I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting for Danny moving forward. I don't know what it's going to look like. Obviously, her alliance um, isn't thrilled with her. She's not in the best position within that alliance. She's not in the best position in the house in general. So I think Danny has a lot of work cut out for her. I actually do think coming out of this week, I actually think Tyler is not in a terrible spot. I don't see a whole lot of people targeting Tyler if they win HOH. So I actually do think Tyler came out of this week looking pretty decent at the least. Um, but going back to Danny, I, I, I think she's in a pretty rough spot. I, I will find it extremely hard to believe that Danny Briones will win Big Brother 22. So, Brandon, what do you think? What do you think about Danny? Do you agree with me? Do you think putting up Tyler was good for her game or not? I want to hear what you got to say. Uh, ben, everything you said was really well said. I, I agree with a lot with Thank you. what you said. Uh, her initial noms I liked a lot. Uh, I don't like Kevin. Um, I don't think he's good at the game. And David has shown time and time again he's not good at the game. So I didn't care if one of those people went at all. In, in terms of actual gameplay, I, I think it would have been very safe. Either one of those people going is very ideal. Both of them have very low chances of winning the veto. Um, so I, I think that was good. And obviously she didn't know that David had the disruptor power. So those were good noms. The Tyler renom for her game wasn't bad, but it went directly against her alliance. So I, I think it was one of those you know risk-reward moves. Uh, I, to me, there's a lot more risk than reward. But it wasn't like horrible, but it, it was just very, very selfish. And it was not the time to do that at all. She had no backup on making that move at all. And pretty much everyone was upset about her, especially them already being fishy uh, about, you know, the moves that she's made and the stuff that she says. So I I think this week was obviously handled very, very poorly by her. Um, She's going to need to do a lot of damage control to get out of it. And here, Brent, I'll say this. And this is the problem I had with Danny this week. She stressed last week, or maybe it was Sunday, I don't remember. She stressed, if you're going to take a shot at Tyler, you can't miss. And basically what she did is she took a shot at Tyler, and then she basically regretted it, and she was okay with missing. She's okay with putting him up and not sending him home. So she stressed for so long that she, if you're going to take a shot at Tyler, he's dangerous, you can't miss. And she missed big time. So Trevor, I, I, you know more about this than I do. Do you? Wh- why did she do that? Why would she say something like, if you're going to take a shot at Tyler, don't miss, and then all of a sudden it seems like she doesn't want Tyler out of this house. She's, you know, go Tyler, team Tyler. Why did she go back on her word when she said that? Yeah, so I was actually going to point out that uh, that statement, and then you said it, so I'm glad you did. Um, you know, regarding this situation, I think that, first of all, if you're going to get Tyler out, yes, you definitely can't miss, and you have to have the votes. Um, Tyler is the type of person who, and if I'm, I was in Danny's position, I 100% would, would have wanted to backdoor him, which would have meant that you can't put him up as the renom in this situation. You have to put up a pawn like Ian here in this situation or or someone else, but probably Ian. I think that was really her only choice that wasn't in um, any of her alliance. Well, technically, they were an alliance, but you know she, she wasn't as closely aligned with him. Um, so I think Tyler has to be a backdoor target if he's going to be a target. Um, and then also you have to get the votes behind uh, that plan before you even put him up. So you have to have Cody on board and you have to have Nicole on board. I think those are the two biggest people that you have to have on board for that plan because they are both um, probably the two people that are best at influencing others. Cody, obviously, he's very close with Enzo. He's very close with Memphis. Um, and then Nicole would have Ian um, and then maybe even Christmas to some extent. So I think that, um, well, well, actually not Christmas because Christmas is very close to Tyler. But my point is, is that you have to have Cody and Nicole on board if you're going to take out Tyler in the first place. And then once you get them, then you could think about, okay, now I can potentially backdoor Tyler. But really, Danny never had, 
really she was never able to backdoor Tyler. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Um, I think the original noms were probably best for the situation she was in uh, with Kevin and David. And once David came off, I think it had to be Ian, um, who she put up as the renom. And then, you know, after that, um, you would have seen a different situation where, okay, so Davon wins the POV and she takes off Kevin. And now you have Ian still on the block and then you have to remit you have to make another replacement. At that point, you probably have to, I don't know, pick Skittles out of a bag or draw straws <laughs> for a pawn from your alliance. But you can't, you can't, it's really tough. You can't make um, as many enemies as Danny did. You really got to limit it. And yeah, I know with the power, it made it tougher. And then Davon won the POV, but she just really could have done a much better job. But the next point I want to get to um, was bad gameplay from another player, and that is David. Now, David... He had the disruptor power, he used it to take himself off, and then he proceeded um, to go around the house and ask pretty much everyone um, if they saved him. He asked Tyler, he asked, I think he asked Danny, if if uh, she saved him. And when she's the HOH, it's just ridiculous, I think, um, for David to do this. I don't know what he was thinking um, and why this would be a good move, but Brandon, I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, this, um, basically what David was doing quickly. I, I love how Cody reacted to it. I love Cody in this house. He's, he's behind Tyler. He's my favorite, second favorite, I should say. Um, and the way he reacted is like, "Come on, David. Like, I don't. He, no one. It doesn't even make sense for him to do this. Why would he try to like pin someone else to doing it? It, it doesn't make him look any better or worse for him making. You know, he won a power fair and square. This happens every single year. The powers really are never that big of a deal when used. Like it's just kind of part of the game. Like, hey, you won a power, and you can even put that in your speech at the end. You know, if it comes down to that. I don't understand any move David ever makes, especially this one. Um, a lot of his, like, fake tears to me, I'm like, oh, that's cool, you can do that. But he never uses it, I think, very well. Um, so, yeah, a lot of this made no sense to me. I love how Cody reacted, like, bro, come on, you, you won it. Like, <laughs> what are you acting about? And he's like, well, did you save me? He's like, no, you saved yourself. We know. Like, come on now. <laughs> he didn't need to act. It just didn't make any sense for him to do it. And he, like, wouldn't stop at all. In fact, if he did want to do it, do it to, like, one or two people and let them plant the, the, the seed of, you know, plant the seed and let them, you know, grow it. You don't need to go to every single person in the house saying, did you save me? Did you save me? Especially people he's not even close to aligned with. So none of it made any sense to me. Um, David, as a whole, is really a terrible Big Brother player. Um, he doesn't have much capability in terms of, you know, being strategic at all. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it just simply put, he shouldn't have done that. He should have just owned it right away. It really made no sense. Um, but Ben, do you have anything to say about this before I move on? Yeah, I mean, I agree with you guys. David's terrible at Big Brother. But I will say, his fake tears are extremely impressive because they're like real tears. Like, and they're big tears. Like, it makes a mark. Like, you can tell. So that's pretty much the only thing he has going for him in this game. And like Brandon said, he doesn't really know how to use it. But his tears are extremely impressive, and I loved when he went to Cody because Cody kind of chuckled and he kind of like looked around. He's like, "Dude, you're joking, right?" Like, like it almost seemed like Cody like didn't think he was serious, and he's like, "No." <laughs> Cody was like, "No," and like the way like Cody said it, he was like, "Dude, we like you have to understand. Nobody would save you in this house. You're the only one that would save yourself." And David needs <laughs> to know. D David doesn't know his place in this house. David needs to understand that nobody's saving him. He, the only person that would ever use that power on him is, is himself. So David's just got to be sm smarter than that. Some, something interesting I just thought about. David and Danny, to me, play kind of similar games, except for the fact that Danny is just in a much better position due to the relationships she made early. Both of them super sloppy with their moves and, like, 
are both very nice people and are good at kind of like talking and building relationships. Maybe you disagree with me, Trevor. You probably can speak more about this, but like both of them making moves that just make no sense to their own personal games at all. Like Danny consistently just spills information without it being needed to said, and David doing stuff like this. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, Danny, she definitely had a good position at the beginning. She established herself well, um, just socially, just really playing hard on like day one and day two to really, um, when, when Cody was HOH, kind of to, basically she kind of was the one that essentially kind of created that original alliance with her, Cody, Enzo, and uh, Nicole. So really she did a good job when Cody was HOH, but since then I think, Ultimately, I think she just placed like I don't I don't want to say play too hard because playing too hard um, can be I think I think playing too hard isn't always bad. I think it's really that she just plays messy, you know, and she really just tells people way too much information. She needs to kind of hold back some information sometimes, and she has a lot of trouble doing that. But uh, moving on, we get the power of veto competition, which was uh, pretty pretty interesting. I know you said you liked it, Brandon. Um, we did get Davon winning it. Um, I feel like I would have struggled in this competition. It was, I didn't, I didn't dislike it. I thought it was all right. It was definitely something different. Uh, but Davon wins. She gets a first comp win. Uh, definitely a good achievement for her. I was glad to see that she got the win. Um, so what did you think about, uh, this video competition, Brian? I want to hear some of your thoughts on it. I love this competition because it didn't take any big physical guys to win. You know, it, being not a big physical guy you know, in my physique. I uh, I like the competitions that I might be able to win. This one, I don't think I would be as good, but it's I love the competitions that are mental or, uh, you know, you got to be emotionally strong, you know, the wall comp, stuff like that. Especially with Big Brother leaning to these really physical comps and continuing to do it, it's really nice to see that change of pace and seeing someone, you know, win a competition that might not be able to in a big physical comp. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Ben? Any takeaways from this comp? How do you think you would have done this veto comp? I would be absolutely terrible at this veto comp. And I'd like to point out, Brandon saying that he wouldn't do well uh, at this competition isn't under... Or at, let me take that back. Brandon saying that he's not a big physical player is an understatement. Uh, Brandon, we don't we don't have to emphasize how terrible you would be at anything physical in the Big Brother house. Um, <laughs> I've also, already said multiple times, my strategy, if I ever was on Big Brother, I would never want to win a competition. Honestly, I'd think about throwing POV if I was on the block. I'm serious about that. <laughs> you could go for it, but you wouldn't. It, you would lose because you wouldn't be good enough to, to pull that off. Only no, Ben, it's because I purposely would want to lose. That's why I'd lose, because it'd be on purpose. You would never sense. see me try, so we would never know. We would never know. You strike, know. you strike me as somebody that hates losing, so I could definitely see you doing that. Anyway, I actually, I love this competition. And at first, I didn't think I'd like it just because it's different. Um, it's extremely small scale. It was, it was just a little weird. Um, but the more I thought about it, I actually really love this competition. It was extremely entertaining to watch. Uh, my favorite point of this whole episode was when Tyler was, he was uh, doing his thing. He was talking about, he's like, I just need to take a deep breath. And then he showed me, he took a deep breath and everything just, it blew straight over. And his eyes got really big and he was just so confused. I laughed so hard. Um, I, it was just different. It was different. It was kind of refreshing just to see something a little different. I really enjoyed this competition. And from what I saw of it, it looked like it was extremely hard. So credit to Davon because there's no way I would have been any good at that competition. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, now I want to get to now Davon winning the veto and her decision on whether to use the veto on Kevin. Obviously, Kevin uh, pulls her in the room right away. Uh, they're good allies, and Kevin obviously wants her to use on him now before the competition, uh, Danny asked Davon if she could, you know, go for it, try to win it, and then don't use it. And Davon did say, yes, I, I won't use it. Um, 
which I, I don't know if Davon should have committed to at the time. However, she did, and it, um, and now she she turned around and she did decide to use the the veto on Kevin. Now I know that in the house there was a lot of talk um, about oh this is a bad move for Davon. Most of that was coming from obviously the big alliance who didn't want this to happen. Um, but I thought this was a good move for Davon. I thought she had to do it. You know she doesn't have many allies in the house, and Kevin is one ally that I think will be loyal to Davon no matter what. Yes, Kevin um, has loose lips and sometimes. He, you know, wants to be this rat floater that tells, you know, other people uh, a lot of information. And sometimes that isn't always good for Davon. But I think Kevin will always be loyal to Davon. He'll always vote with her. Um, and he'll always, you know, be someone that will keep her safe as well. So I think this was the right move for Davon. Uh, she's already not in the great greatest position. So I think that she needs to keep her ally, her number one ally, safe here. Um, because... I, I think that's another person in the HOH that if he wins, again, keeps her safe and potentially, um, again, like I think Kevin, if, even if like a Cody or Nicole wins it and they're still mad at like Davon for using the veto, I feel like Kevin could still be the target over her potentially um, because um, I think they're just so annoyed with Kevin and they realize that he would point him up. So I think this was a really good move by Davon. Uh, ben, what are some of your thoughts about this decision by Davon to use the veto on Kevin? Yeah, Trevor, I, I agree with you. I, I actually think it was a pretty good move by Davon. Um, obviously, Danny didn't want her to use it, but Davon's not stupid. Davon's a smart player. She understands the house dynamics extremely well. Um, she understands that she doesn't have a whole lot of allies and she needs Kevin in this game. So I actually think it was a smart move. Obviously, it, it, it upset Danny a little bit because um, Danny had to put up a fourth player. But honestly, if, if I'm Davon, that's what I want. I want Danny to get more blood on her hands. So I would actually, I completely agree with Davon using the veto. I like the move. Um, I actually think Davon's in a pretty, a pretty decent spot right now. I don't think she's going to get a whole lot of backlash from using that veto. So she, she saved an ally, and I don't think it's going to have a whole lot of repercussions moving forward. So I, I actually think it's a pretty good move. Yeah. So Either way, to me, I'm not quite as high in the move as you guys, and let me explain why. I think if she didn't use it, she's good with Danny, and obviously still very low on the totem pole, and Kevin probably goes. But I think Kevin being in the house doesn't matter for her. Kevin's really not a good player at all, while Davon is quite capable. If, In my opinion, it, I'm not saying it's better, but it's definitely a good option to not use it and build trust with Danny and build enough trust where she can plant seeds and say like, hey, your alliance is going to turn on you and kind of get it where it then becomes, you know, her, Ian, uh, maybe they can bring Nicole. You know, Nicole has started to realize that she's not on top of this alliance and they, it can really make it them versus the guys. I think that had, I'm not saying that's necessarily the better decision, but I'm saying that that, that would have been a not a bad possibility because I don't think Kevin staying this game is going to matter. I, I have no faith in Kevin's ability to play the game. Um, so I, I think Davon, you know, rocking with someone like Danny is, isn't a bad option. I'm not saying what she did is bad. I, I don't think it's a bad move at all. I, I think, I think it's even, a, you know, a pretty good move. It's not bad. I'm just not quite as high on it as you guys are. Right. Totally understandable. Um, so next I want to move to, we did get Ian put on the block as the replacement. Again, she was really the only person that Danny wasn't super closely aligned with. Um, you know, she couldn't nominate anyone in the committee and then she is, very close with Enzo with the core four. Yes, they do have prime four with Ian, but that's kind of uh, a fake alliance. It's not real. So I think Ian was really the best option um, because, you know, she could have put up like Christmas as a pawn, but I don't think Christmas would have taken that well. Memphis wouldn't have taken it well either. So I think that was the right move. Um, so then we got 
uh, some different campaigning throughout the week. I think the really interesting thing that we saw a little bit on the episode tonight is um, basically how tough of a decision it was for Nicole to send Ian out, her her number one, her number one apparently, and she was crying about it on the episode. She's like, "No, I don't want Ian to go," and she was trying to campaign hard. Now, I think this is very interesting that Nicole is is doing this, putting her neck on the line for Ian, because it seems to me. Like, she totally forgot that just about a week ago, or two weeks ago maybe, um, Ian was talking about this Nicole and Cody. Oh, Nicole and Cody, they're running the house. We heard it from the wall yeller. We gotta take out, we gotta destroy this power alliance. And he was talking about putting up Cody and Danny and, you know, trying to break up the alliance. And now Nicole just doesn't care. She's still with Ian, so... I don't, I don't understand her sticking her neck out with Ian. I think she has other good allies that she really needs to focus on more so. Like Christmas, who I think she's slowly starting to lose. I think she really needs to focus on Christmas a lot. Um, she needs to ensure that Danny's still with her. And she needs to keep making sure that Cody's close with her. Um, and that Cody's not going to choose um, other people over her. Although he might still choose Enzo, but... Really, I, I didn't like this from Nicole. I thought she was doing too much. I didn't think Ian, as I think Cody said on that episode, I don't, I don't think Ian's really worth saving. And I didn't think Ian was worth saving for Nicole. Um, but Ben, I wanted to get some of your thoughts on this situation with Nicole and um, any other uh, thoughts you had, maybe something to point out about Tyler or whatever it is uh, that you have to add. Yeah, so... It, it makes sense that Nicole doesn't want Ian to put up. I get it. I totally get it. She doesn't want Ian to put up for multiple reasons. Ian's not going to ever put her up. Ian's her closest ally, and Ian's a winner. So if he goes home, all of a sudden opens the door, she's the only winner in that house. Uh, it makes it an easy reason for her to go up. However, and I, I'd like to point, before I say any of this, I'd like to point out, I like Nicole. I am way higher on Nicole than the average Big Brother fan. I like Nicole. I have no problem with Nicole. I enjoy watching her. I think she's entertaining. That being said, I think she was extremely annoying when Ian got put up. I thought she was extremely annoying. She was whining. She was saying, why is it fair that my number one has to go up? Why can't Cody's number one go up? Why is Danny doing this? Blah, 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 blah. And here's what I'll say to Nicole. Danny's the HOH. Danny can do whatever she wants. And while her and Danny are friends, I get it. Only one person wins this game. So I actually like that Danny did that because I like it. It adds drama. It adds a little bit of tension in that alliance. Um, and Nicole, as, as annoying as, as she was this week, I still like her. Um... I think it's very interesting that she voted Ian out. I, I really thought that we were going to have a tie here. Um, I, I do think it was probably in the best interest for Nicole to go ahead and vote Ian out. So I actually do not hate the move of her voting Ian out. Um, you said anything about you said something about Tyler, Trevor? I don't have anything about Tyler other than he's the greatest Big Brother player of all time. <laughs> Just kidding, he's not. He's my favorite Big Brother player of all time. He's a perfect human being. Um, I would never cast a single vote against him. I don't care if I go home the next week. I would never cast a vote against Tyler Crispin. He's perfect in every single way. That's all I have to say about him. Oh, okay, <laughs> Brandon. What, what do you think about um, what, what do you think about this decision? Yeah, I'm gonna echo a lot of what you guys said, so I won't go into you know a ton of detail. But she just should have jumped ship on the Ian ship. I mean, it, it should have been. Uh, she shouldn't have consistently went at it and at it. She showed all of her cards, and I think it's gonna kind of hurt her down the line. Yeah, so then the final thing I wanted to mention, we did get to the vote, but also I just wanted to point out quickly, I think, as I said, I think Nicole shouldn't have campaigned so hard. I think she should have let Ian go. However, 
um, as hard as Nicole was campaigning, I think that gave Danny a perfect opportunity to say, yes, Nicole, vote out Tyler, and I'll break the tie and send out Tyler. Because for Danny, she's in a bad position. Enzo's talking about taking her out. Tyler wants to come after her. Uh, Memphis is starting to get a little sketched out by her. Um, even Christmas is like a little, you know, sketched out by her. And, and Cody, yeah, isn't, you know, is thinking about taking out Danny in the future. So I think... For Danny's game, I think she should have jumped on this and she should have said, yes, Nicole, vote out Tyler, I'll break the tie because Tyler is too good. He's coming after me. We got to send him out. I mean, Danny has to know after renoming Tyler, um, I don't know how uh, big of a time difference it was after she made that deal with him where she said, oh, uh, I'm going to keep you safe till final six and then immediately renoms him like four hours later. Like, I think it's ridiculous that Danny... I don't know how confident she is that Tyler will keep, keep her safe, but she shouldn't be confident at all. She should have 100% uh, leveraged this and took out Tyler, in my opinion. But um, if, if you guys don't have anything else to say, um, then we can get in the ratings. Trevor, I have, one, I, I, have, I have one question for you first, Trevor. I have one question for you. And you might have already answered this, but I want to I hear your answer here. If, theoretically, the vote was tied, do you think Danny would have pulled the trigger on Tyler, or do you think she would have played safe and voted out Ian? Uh, based on the way she was talking, like, all week, well, not all week, but the last, like, three or four days, she 100% was going to vote out Ian. Um, she okay. she didn't want to go against the committee. She was really telling Nicole, like, a lot, like, hey, we can't go against the committee. I know, um, you know, you like Ian, you're close to him. I, I don't want to see him go either, but we can't go against the committee. We got to get Ian out. So 100%, I think Danny would have voted out Ian if it was a tiebreaker. Okay. I was just wondering. I, I thought it was interesting. I, I didn't know if maybe at the very last second she has a change of heart and she decides she wants to play Big Brother and she would vote out Tyler. I had no idea. Um, I, I I was kind of afraid that it was leaning that way. I was afraid that Nicole was going to vote vote for uh, Ian to stay and we would have had Tyler's game come down to Danny. So I was getting a little worried, but I'm glad it, it didn't come down to that because for TV-wise it would have been awesome, but for my heart and my stress it probably would have uh, mm-hmm. stressed me out a little bit. Yes, yeah, for sure. All right, let's get to some ratings here. Week six ratings. We're going to start off with Christmas. Trevor, you're up first. All right, so Christmas. Uh, this week, I'm going to give Christmas a four. Um, I, I think, like, I don't think her position really changed all that much. You know, I, I think there's still people that could come after her in a couple weeks. Um, her jury management standing doesn't seem all that great. Um, it would be hard for her to get the votes in the end in the final two scenario versus almost anyone. And I think that her, like, she still has a good relationship with Tyler, I think. I think she does have a pretty good relationship with Memphis, but I think she's expendable to most of the other people. I think Cody has no problem taking her out in the next couple weeks. Uh, I think with Enzo, it's now kind of the same thing, potentially. Um, and then, I mean, Davon doesn't care for her. Davon could easily put up Christmas if she wins HOH. Uh, Kevin, yeah, none of those people really care for her. I mean, I think Nicole still needs to try to prioritize Christmas, but she really hasn't been a lot lately. I think after the kind of the blow up with uh, Bailey and Davon, people have slowly started to distance themselves from Christmas a little bit more. And I think that's really happened a lot with like Nicole and Danny in particular. So I I don't like the positioning. Um, However, I don't think she'll be targeted this week, but... uh, I think in the next couple weeks she could become one of the next biggest targets. Say like say like a Dave on a Kevin or a David goes. Um, I think Christmas potentially could be the next target after that. 
Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Uh, I agree with you. I'm sticking or staying at a four. Uh, I'm not going to repeat everything you said. Uh, but basically, I don't think she improved her position, but I don't think she made it worse. Uh, she's at a four because she's not a good player and she's not in like an amazing position in the house, but she's not in a bad one. Ben, what do you got? I agree with both of you. I'm going to keep her at a four. I had her at a four last week. I don't think she did a whole lot uh, this week. She didn't do anything to hurt her game. She didn't do anything really to improve it. Um, she's not in a great spot within her alliance. I think she's towards the bottom of the totem pole. She has Tyler as an ally, but I don't really think she has a whole lot of other people that would uh, that would risk their game for her. So I'll, I'll keep her at a four. Next up, we got Cody. All right, so Cody, um, I'm not sure. Brandon, can you see? Do you know if I have given an 8.5 rating before? I, m- I may have, but I will, um, I will go through the rating while you're looking I, at I that. Think, I can talk while you're. I don't looking. think you have. You've given an eight. And Ben and I have given a nine. I I don't see an eight and a half from you on this sheet. Okay, so that is changing right now because I'm giving Cody an eight point five. I think his position is continued to solidify. He is in the best spot of the house. I think he's the front runner to win the game at the moment. Um, Enzo's right behind him, but I still think I would give the nod to Cody because he has he's a lot of different pieces. He's very tight with Enzo, uh, who would never I don't think really would ever turn on him. Um, he still has Nicole, who's very loyal to him. Danny is very loyal to him, despite the fact that Cody could easily cut her in the next couple weeks. I think Tyler's still very loyal to Cody. And then he also has Memphis, um, that's very loyal to him, in addition to Christmas, you know, with the committee. Then he has the core four. Um, even, I'll talk a little bit more about this, uh, with Memphis, but Memphis has formed, uh, two, like, three-person alliances. He's starting to uh, play a little bit now after sitting back, and Cody is involved in one of those, so I think that also helps Cody as well. So I think he's in the best position right now, has a lot of different allies. He could have potentially Davon or Kevin who could put him up, maybe even David, um, but again, that's three out of nine people in this HOH. So, uh, And even if he's on the block against most people, I think he stays against most people. So it's an 8.5 for Cody. Uh, I decided to give him an 8, uh, just a little bit of a bump, not that full point. Uh, again, not going to need to echo every single reason uh, that you said, uh, but Cody's in a very, very good position in this house, and I think he has a, the ability to win competitions. He has the ability to talk, uh, strategize, uh, and be able to form the relationships, I think, to, to really you know put into the next gear and win the game. Ben, what do you got? I had Cody at 8 last week. I'm going to keep him at 8 this week. Um, and I, I, I do think he is in the best spot of this house, in the house. However, I, I have a hard time giving anybody higher than an 8 just because that's a really high number. Um, and it's Big Brother. You never really know what's going to happen. I gave Tyler a 9, but that was a biased 9. That was essentially an 8 that he got an extra point because he's my favorite. So I'm going to keep Cody an 8, which is still extremely high. I, I agree. I think he's in the best position in the house. People seem to want to work with him. Uh, he's always coming up. And when people are looking for their plans down the road, he's always seeming to be in people's plans moving forward. So I'm going to put him at an 8. Next up, we got Danny. All right, so Danny... Um, again, with this HOH, I think she was unlucky because there was a power and she also had, um, well, Davon won the POV and then changed one of her nominations. So she had to nominate four people, which is obviously tough. However, I still think she could have done a better job with it. She could have improved her position, uh, by getting out Tyler. She wasn't able to do that. And thus I have her at a 4.5, uh, not really an improvement at all. Um, I think her positioning is still pretty bad. And I think if the wrong person won again, Tyler potentially could go after Danny. Enzo maybe could. Um, but yeah, she's in a tough spot. I, I don't really understand why she didn't use her power to compete in HOH. Yeah, that um, makes no sense. Didn't really make sense. And then also just, 
I think her not pushing to try to get Tyler out um, once Nicole kind of gave her that opportunity was a little strange to me. So I'm giving her a 4.5. All right. I decided to give her a 4. I brought her down. I, I think she's in a lot of trouble. Uh, her damage control I don't think is going to be up to par to keep her in the game. I really don't know why she didn't use her power. I don't. I, I would love to hear her thought process behind it. But no one's going to be upset if you play your power that you won. Like, it's, I don't know. I don't understand that at all. It makes no sense to me. Ben, what do you got her at? I'm going to keep Danny at a four. I had her at a four last week. Um, obviously, she was in a terrible position having to put up four people. A little unlucky. Um, but, however, while I think her chances of winning went down this week, I can't give her anything lower than a four because I still do think she's a good player. I think she understands Big Brother pretty well. She has a very good understanding of the game, of the house dynamics. So while I think her position in the house went down a little bit, I really can't give her anything lower than four because I still do think she's a pretty good player. Next up, we got David. All right, so I went back down on David. I had to. Um, after, you know, he played his disruptor power, again, going around the house pretending like he didn't use it. It's just, it, I don't understand. I would really, as you said, you would like to hear Danny's <coughs> thought process. I would like to hear David's thought process on why he decided to do this. Um, you know, so I gave well, we him- did get his thought process. We oh, got that's, it in the true. DR. that's we did true. Get <laughs> that's true. Um, I gave it was just a bad one. Yeah, I gave David a two point five. At least he gave us some comedic relief. You know what? Even though David hasn't been the player I hoped he had been, he really has just been like funny to like. He's really like funny unintentionally. Like he'll just have really bad. Like he'll I don't know. He'll communicate badly or he'll make a horrible game move, and it's just hilarious to watch. So at least David is giving us some comedic relief right now. Um, yeah, I guess that's something. Uh, I put him down to a 2 uh, for many reasons uh, that you stated, but really, I have no faith in him winning this game. I, I think he probably will be going out of the house this coming week. Yeah, um, David's not a good player. We've already talked about this. I, I was going to give him a two, but the fake tears, I was impressed. I, I It bumped him back up to a three for me. So I, I think he deserves a two, but the fake tears, I was impressed. I'll put him at a three. Yeah, the fake tears definitely did a lot for his standing in the house. No sarcasm intended there. Davon is up next, Trevor. All right, so Davon. Um, I gave Davon a 4.5. I actually did consider a five um, just because I think she's she's really been working hard. I think... Um, her using the veto was um, the right move to make. I think she kind of had to move it, um, or kind of had to make that move, even though, you know, for other people, maybe in a different position, it, maybe it wouldn't be the right move. But I think for her in this particular position, because of the fact that I think she's already not in the greatest spot, I felt like it was good, kept her ally in there. But now one, either her or one of her allies, and he needs to win HOH. Otherwise, her or one of her allies is probably going to be going home this week. So... Uh, we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. Kept her at a 4.5, or I don't know if I kept her there, but she's at a 4.5 for me. And You did. You kept her. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I do hope that she wins HOH or one of her allies, but preferably her. I hope that, but mm-hmm. again, eh, it's a little unlikely with odds. So I also kept her at a 4.5. Uh, I really wanted to put her up to a 5. I really actually like Davon a lot, and I think she's very bright in terms of you know the strategic ability uh, that she has in the game. Um, but I don't think she was quite deserving of being put up to a five because I do still think she's in a decent amount of trouble. Not this immediate week, but I think she has the possibility of being put it up uh, next week or even the week after. But I kept her at a four and a half. So I had her at a four last week. I'm going to keep her at a four this week, which is boring. Um, I don't think she's in a terrible, terrible position, but she's definitely not in a good position. 
Um, she really has no capability of winning competitions. She won the veto, but I don't see her winning another competition in, anytime soon. Um, her allies that she's aligned with, Cody, uh, Kevin, or not Cody, uh, David and Kevin, they're not very good at competitions either, so I have a hard time seeing that her or anybody that she's extremely close with is going to be in power, so I'll keep her at a four. Enzo is up next, Trevor. All right, so Enzo, I have an eight again. Um, he's just, again, still very safe. I don't think his positions really change much. He's very safe. Um, he really wanted to make it a priority to keep Tyler that, that this week, which I think is a good thing uh, for Tyler and for Enzo both. Uh, I think, obviously, he still has Cody that he's very close with. Um, Memphis included him in both of these three personal alliances. Very good for Enzo. So Enzo's just very safe, and I think he's playing a very solid social game. A lot of people um, like him. A lot of people you know, like to have him around, as we've mentioned, because he's a very funny guy. So I'm keeping him at an eight. Yep, I'm also giving him eight. For everything you just said, uh, he's in a very good position, and I, I think he does have a chance to win this game. Ben? Yeah, I'm keeping him at his... Oh, I can't talk. I'm keeping him at an eight as well. Um, he's in an amazing position. I don't see him going on the block for a long time unless somebody freaks out and they don't know what to do and they decide to throw him up as a pawn. But even if he's a pawn, I really don't see him going home. Uh, everybody likes him. He's fun to be. He's fun to have around. Um, I really don't see anybody worrying about him too much until it comes down to the end, like I said last week, because they know in the end they probably won't be able to beat him because the jury will like him too much. But for now, I think he's in a great spot. I'll keep him at an eight. Awesome. Next up, we got to go way down on the list is Kevin, everyone's favorite player. All right. So, Kevin, I'm going to give a 3.5. I think it's really the same thing as last week. I think he's probably the most likely person to go home. People are still talking about wanting to target him. Uh, Nicole, Cody, um, even Danny. I think Christmas as well. So, a decent amount of people talking about targeting Kevin. Uh, I think he needs to win the HOH. He did have... Man, I, I feel like I've forgotten him. He had a couple good moments in conversation with Davon um, this week, but I... Honestly, I don't remember them, so I can't point them out. Um, so, you, so you don't have proof that I'm that I'm telling the truth. But uh, I'm giving Kevin a 3.5. Um, it's really the same position. He's in trouble. He's trying to work, but again, it, it's just been the theme throughout the season for Kevin. You know, he he didn't get in right away. You know, he didn't put in the same amount of work that some other people did uh, in the early days, and he wasn't in any of the big alliances, similar to Ian, um, who just got evicted. And I think just like Ian, it could end up being his downfall because he's in trouble. Yep. Uh, I'm also going to keep him at a three and a half. All the reasons you said, uh, he's not a good player and he's not going to win this game. I, I could also see him going this coming week. Um, and if not this week, most likely next week, unless he wins HOH. So, I just realized, up to this point, I've kept the same score for every single person, and I don't want to be that boring. So, I'm going to move Kevin up. I had him at a three. I'm going to give him a four this week. And I actually feel like I can somewhat justify that. While I do think Kevin is in somewhat danger this week, because obviously he's an easy person to put up, I can see many instances where he gets put up and he's not the target. Um, I actually do think I've I've started to see a little bit of potential with Kevin, and I don't know that if that's just he's getting better or if it's a matter of there's less people in the house. He kind of is being forced to talk to people and forced to play the game a little bit. But I am starting to be somewhat impressed with Kevin. By no means do I think he's good. He's still one of my least favorite players. But I, I'm starting to become a little bit higher on his potential in this game. I don't think he's going to win, but I am starting to think he's he's a little bit better than I maybe thought he was a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Next up, we got Memphis. All right, so Memphis, I am going to bump up to a 7 because I believe Memphis has finally started playing the game. 
He was sitting back. He was chilling. He wasn't doing much of anything after that HOH week, which really was a very bad HOH week. And I thought, and and I, it's so hard to think that back in week two, I believe after Memphis won the HOH, I had him at like a three and a half or, a, or maybe not three and a half, maybe a four. But now I have him at a seven, so a big jump up. And I really didn't envision him getting back up to this point, um, but he has. You know, I think. Uh, he's not quite as safe as Enzo, but he's the next safest person, I think, after Enzo. No one really is looking looking to target Memphis right now. He's very safe. Obviously, he has the committee to back him up. And it's so funny because a few weeks ago, um, anytime the committee would have been brought up, I would have laughed at it like, oh, the committee, it's such a fake alliance. No one cares about it. But the weird thing is, is that the committee is actually starting to become a real thing. You know, we saw it play out kind of this week. Um, Christmas pushing hard for it. Um, and then a lot of the people in the alliance, you know, pushing for Tyler to stay because he's part of the committee. It helped out Tyler. And it's starting to become, like, actually a real thing that means, that, that matters, um, which is good for Memphis. Um, so, yeah, he's very safe. And also, he has created within that committee two three person alliances now this is really funny because memphis's idea is to create two three person alliances and name them the same thing so i i don't know what the alliance name is but i really i don't know i i really like this idea that he wants to name the two alliances the same thing now the one three person um, alliance would be with him enzo and christmas and the other one would be with him enzo and cody so uh, the common denominator there is Enzo, which bodes very well for him. And then you also got Christmas and Cody, two of the other people that Memphis is very close with. Now, the only thing, and, and Taryn pointed out, out, out this, so I'm not going to take full credit for this, but the only problem that I think there is with this is that with this, it seems like he is assuming that he can beat Enzo in the final two, which I don't think is the case. I think Enzo would beat Memphis in the final two, which is probably the only bad thing I have to say about this plan. Yeah, I went up to a 7 also. Um, I, I like some of the stuff he's been doing, and I think he's putting himself in a better position. I still don't think he'll be able to win, but he is improving his position, so I had to bump him up to that 7. I agree with both of you. I, I bumped him up from a 6 to a 7. I think it's been long enough from his abysmal HOH. Um, what was that? Maybe a month ago like or something like two. that. Yeah, so I think it's been long enough. I think people have somewhat forgotten about it. I, I think he did a good job of laying low for a decent amount of time. Um, like Trevor said, now he's starting to play a little bit. I think he's aligning himself with people that would be bigger targets than he was uh, if he's on the block next to them. So I, I think he's actually playing a pretty good game. I could see Memphis going pretty far at this point, so I'll, I'll give him a 7. Next up, we have Nicole Franzel. All right, so Nicole, I was I had a tough time deciding what I was going to give Nicole. Um, I actually, you know what, on the spot, I'm actually going to move her down a half point because I really didn't like her pushing that hard for Ian. I'm going to give Nicole a 6. Um, I think the way she has played this last week was not great. Um, so here's the thing. I think her losing Ian hurts. I do. Um, because when you look at like the pieces that Cody has to support him, uh, with Enzo, Memphis, Tyler, um, whereas Nicole now, it's really just like Danny, um, which I think hurts. However, I, I also think it was bad that she really stuck her neck out and tried to campaign hard for Ian, um, to stay because now I think Cody and Memphis and, you know, a couple other of those people are a little sketched out and they're like, eh, you're not, maybe you're not as loyal. Um, maybe you're not as good of a team player 
as we originally thought you were. So it's a mm-hmm. six for Nicole. I still think she's a very capable player, but this particular week, I, I don't like some of the things she did. Uh, I also went down to a six. Uh, a lot of things you said, and I, I think she just showed her cards so much this week, and I think it'll deteriorate her position a little bit. Ben, what do you got? It's boring, but I agree with you guys. I'll give her a six. Um, <laughs> I think her emotions, she might not be able to keep her emotions in check this coming week. Um, I, I think people might be starting to get annoyed with her. I do think she, I still think she's a good player. I still think she's in a, a decent position. Um, I just don't know if she's going to be able to handle her emotions. I think you might see um, tonight or even maybe tomorrow she'll be upset that Ian's gone. So she might think that she made the wrong decision. It might upset Tyler or some other people. So I could see in this coming week or these couple weeks that people are going to start be, uh, becoming pretty annoyed with Nicole. I could see her being in trouble in the near future. 100%. And last but definitely not least, our personal favorite, Tyler. Trevor, start us off. All right, so I'm going to give Tyler a 6 for this week. I, I debated going a half point higher, but ultimately I kept him at a 6. Um, obviously, he's no longer on the block. He was on the block. He had a chance at getting evicted, but he, he stayed. He was safe. The committee backed him up, and I think that's a good sign um, that the committee backed him up. Even Danny ended up kind of backing him up uh, and helping him stay. Now, I think that there are a couple people that could potentially come after Tyler, and even if uh, they don't come after Tyler, they're at least like kind of sketched out by him and are at least like kind of watching mm-hmm. him. I think that Davon could still go after him, Kevin potentially. Um, David's more unlikely, but you really never know. They had like a little argument last night, which I don't know. Maybe it was a little bit because they got alcohol, but I, I don't know. It was, it was kind of strange. I didn't actually watch it. I just like... Uh, read it on on Twitter, so not sure about that. But there are other people that also could be sketched out by Tyler. I think Nicole, um, Danny, you know, definitely. And I think Memphis even maybe a little bit, although for now I think he's good with Tyler. So it's a six. Um, I think he really, you know, he was in a really great position a couple weeks ago when you guys gave him the nine. I think I gave him an eight. Um, where it seemed mm-hmm. like he had slightly overtaken Cody for that best position, but now Cody has ex- has taken that back and now extended it. So it's going to be tough for Tyler to kind of uh, get that position back. It's like kind of Cody has a stranglehold right now. He has Enzo. He has Memphis. Uh, they're most loyal to him. Nicole, too. Um, and Tyler, yeah, he has Christmas, but I think um, it's tougher for him right now because I think Enzo is more loyal to Cody, Memphis, same thing, and Nicole, same thing. So I went up this half a point to a six and a half from a six. Uh, I, I think he's in a better position than he was last week, but not by a lot, and that's why I gave him the half point bump. Pretty simple. Ben, finish us off. So I had him at a five last week. I'm going to bump him up to a six this week. Considering he was on the block and he was nominated by somebody from his own alliance, I actually think Tyler had a pretty good week. He didn't game super hard. Um, Ian was obviously the target, and Ian ended up going home, so that's a win, right? Nobody flipped on the vote. Uh, they, they said Ian was going to go home. That was the plan, and, that, and the plan followed through. Um, also, I think when it came down down to it, his big brother life was on the line this week, and his alliance backed him up. So I, I actually think it's a good sign for Tyler. I think people want him around. Uh, it seems like he's enjoying himself a little bit more than he was at this point last week, so I'm happy to see that. By no means do I think he's in an amazing spot. I still think he's a really good player. I still think he's probably the best player in this house. He deserves to be there. He's definitely an all-star. At the very least, he's an all-star in my heart. Um, but I, I do think he's in a decent spot. I'll give him a six. Alrighty, so I think we will uh, we'll wrap the episode up here. If you guys want to see all the ratings, uh, there'll be a link in the description. You guys can go click it and take a look. 
Um, but with that being said, I think we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, great week in Big Brother. I'm super excited to see who wins HOH. We don't have a spoiler. It's it's not up. Right, guys? It's not up? No. I don't know if anyone's on feeds right now. Nope. Um, so, yeah, no spoiler this week on who's going to win if you're listening to this on Friday. Um, but like I said, uh, thank you all so much for uh, tuning in today. We'll see you guys next Friday. Um, yeah, so we'll see you.